0: That Sober Guy podcast contains adult content, merciless truth, and emotional nudity. Listener discretion is advised. I'm Shane Raymer. You're listening to That Sober Guy podcast, and we help people stay sober. If it's your first time listening, welcome. So glad that you're here today. I hope you're feeling good. Glad you checked in today. We're going to talk about expectations, no goodbyes, just how expectations can sometimes be our own worst enemy. I know they can mess with me a bit. One of my favorite quotes by Mike Tyson, everybody's got a plan so they get punched in the mouth. <laughs> never down. We're going to talk a little bit about that today. I also want to uh, give a shout out to all my new locals folks, locals dudes in there in the Sober Guy locals group, man. It's growing like crazy. I love to see you guys in there posting and uh, having some fun and sharing. It's a great place to find some fellowship. Before we get to that, are you tired of drinking? Pretty easy question, right? I know I was worn out and exhausted in 2013 when I decided to give it up. We just finished a 30-day program designed to help you quit drinking for 30 days or more. It's called Quit Drinking Dude, The Ultimate Men's Guide to Quit Drinking Alcohol. Stay sober for 30 days or more. It's like 30 days of podcasts with exercises and takeaways. Help keep you on track. Got some some uh, group, uh a group a support group in the local sober guy group in there as well. You can be a part of. And uh, right now you can get the entire 30 day program for 50% off. Just use the promo code 50 F I F T Y. Spell it out percent off. You gotta spell the whole thing out. Uh, when you go to quitdrinkingdude.com, so you can check that out if you're interested. And then follow us on Instagram at That Sober Guy Podcast and uh, join us in the Sober Guy men's group on Locals. You can download the Locals app or you can go to that thatsoberguypodcast.locals.com and all the links from today will be in the show notes. And uh, speaking of the Locals men's group, I just wanted to take a moment uh, to just say what's up and just thank all the dudes in there for uh, being open, being honest, sharing about some of their experience. And, um, you got bone 1966, just celebrating one day. Uh, well, it was celebrating one day and, uh, you know, just at the, at the start of it, you know, at the start of the process. So, you know, congrats on that. And, you know, Hey, sometimes it's not exactly what we think it is. And a lot of us have celebrated one day many times over again, and that's okay too. Uh, so we also have Chris day one as well. So shout out to Chris, Um, who else? Keith, Keith B man, just man. Great share on that. Appreciate you, bro. And, uh, man, what a, what an amazing story. So thank you for sharing that on the thread. And if anyone wants to find this thread in particular, it's pinned at the top of the locals page says, are you new to the sober guy locals crew? And basically I'm just trying to encourage dudes. Uh, you know, it's a little bit intimidating sometimes when we're just joining a new community and, uh, you know, trying to get to know people and also trying to share about something serious as if we're struggling with drinking and what that looks like. So just kind of made that post like it's about fellowship. It's not to embarrass anyone and uh, just encouraging guys to speak up, say where you're from, uh, what your name is, why you're here, share a little bit if you want. And some some people share their name and where they're from. And some people like Keith really, really go into some details and share their story. And I, I appreciate uh, both of those um, approaches right there. It's awesome to have that community in the group so we can see, we can hear from you. And we can get to know each other, uh, know each other too. Uh, so, um, man, good, good stuff. Uh, who else we got in here? We got, uh, Alexander or Alex. Uh, appreciate you, man. Thanks for your share. Um, let's see. How to bring up the profile here and see. I uh, see, I don't know how to say that. T O C R I. I'm such a, you know, name I want to get the name right. So talkery, I am not I'm not positive on that. I'm probably saying that all wrong, but that's okay. Um you know that uh, I'm doing my best up here. But uh just Johnny D, another one too. Yeah, uh who else? Who else? Johnny D. Uh Jay Sim. My buddy Joe. See Joe in here. Thanks, Joe. Joe G. Uh Luke. else man josh josh c tyler from montana my buddy tyler good stuff man so i just wanted to give a little quick shout out man like i you know i'm really enjoying being in here and sharing too like i posted a picture of uh of myself out at the golf course with cash the other day we just got to have some good father-son time and hang out a little bit so just want to encourage you guys man it's a safe place it's a fun place let's have some fun too and uh, man, there's a really loud airplane flying over right now. It is, our new spot is kind of by the airport out here. So I'm noticing some airplanes at all hours of the day, which is interesting and loud at the same time. It kind of distracts me. So I feel like I have to talk about it. This is an airplane flying. Probably not. We even heard it anyways. I just got to open my mouth up because it annoys me because I want it to be perfect. Perfect perfection. Need- <laughs> Do you guys struggle with that too? It's got to be perfect if it's not perfect, it's messed up. It's like, man, dude, perfection is the enemy of excellence. So hear hear that in my brain, James Cantor saying it. And you know what else is the enemy is expectations. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Expectations are my enemy. Expectations are my enemy. What are expectations? Let's start there. The act or state of expecting something. So like, what do you expect right now? What do you expect out of your day when you wake up? Do you expect anything? What do you expect out of your job? What do you expect out of your spouse? What do you expect out of your kids? What do you expect out of your life? What do you expect out of yourself? Expectations. We have a lot of those. We expect things. And the more I reflect on it, the more I live through it, the more I try to practice it and doesn't always work out like I expected. Oh, (laughs) but it doesn't jacked up sometimes. And sometimes it works out great. It's just not like I thought it was. Um, but man, why do we do that? We set ourselves up for failure, even when we succeed. Because If we if we expect something to be perfect or the right way all the time or this way all the time. And it always brings me back to Noah Levine, one of my favorite meditations. And he says, right now, it's like this. So it helps to bring me back to the moment. I know I share that often, but it I really think about it often when I start getting head, when I start getting expectations and start tripping a little bit, maybe there's some anxiety, some fear. I start worrying. It's like, man, right now it's like this. And I have no expectations. One of the first times I tried to quit drinking actually, that I can remember back to, um, was, and I tried a couple of times, uh, before 2013, because uh, I knew it was an issue. I knew I wanted to stop. I just didn't know how. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to do it. I still had, you know, the ego was very, was very large and in charge then and the pride of I don't have a problem and I'm not like them and I, I don't need that. I can control my drinking, which obviously uh, wasn't the case. But one of the first times that I tried to quit, I had these expectations that everything in my life would like literally magically change. As soon as I quit drinking, I thought, man, I just need to stop. So I, so I, so I did. Right. I, and it was really tough. I was white knuckling it. It was like a week, maybe like I, somewhere around there, seven, eight days and, um, nothing changed. <laughs> Imagine that my attitude was still crap. Uh, you know, my, still hated my job at the time. My, i wasn't having any more fun or in fact i probably thought i was having less fun because i wasn't, didn't have my my lovely alcohol to uh to escape to uh and so what did i do you know hey i had these expectations they didn't work out the way that I thought that it should be. My life should just be magically great. Now I should get an amazing job, relationship should be perfect, and I should make a bunch of money and uh, take care of my family and you know be in great health and all the things because uh, I quit drinking and that's was what I was expecting to happen and it didn't. It didn't happen. Now it doesn't mean that any of that stuff's not possible. I promise you it is because I'm experiencing it today. You know I experience a lot of those those things that I once thought would magically happen overnight and they didn't, but with time and with work and with patience and with failure and with just getting, you know, picking my face back up off the ground many times and keep going, you know, today I do have some decent relationships and I do have a job that I love to do. I do have an amazing family that I care about and am blessed to, um, you know, see every day and, and spend time with. And, uh, man, there's, there's been so many amazing things along the way But with this, with the, you know, the struggle um, of everything, you know, comes the wins and the challenges and all that stuff, man. It's all like a package thing, but the expectations of all that in the beginning to immediately happen, man, so far fetched and so unrealistic. And I went right back to drinking. You know, I thought my, here was my philosophy at the time. It was like, well, sh- well shit, I like everything that I thought was supposed to happen is not. So it's obviously not drinking. That's my problem. <laughs> it's genius, right? Like I had no program, no support, no help. You know, like I mentioned, the ego was large. The pride was deep. I couldn't ask for help. I just thought I was going to do it on my own. I had like no, no like other dudes around me. I wasn't going to meetings. I didn't have a men's group. Um, I mean, it was just you know, it was, I wasn't all in, man. I was doing it half ass and I expected something that didn't happen. So expectations, and that's just one example. And that's a drinking example. I've had many other examples in my life where I expected things and then they didn't happen. And I got pissed off about them. And just like, I had one that comes to mind offhand is, um, I, I was going up for a job that I was sure I was going to get. And I was sure that I deserved. I deserved it. You owe this job to me. And here, let me just share one thing with you. Nobody owes you shit. Nobody owes me shit. (laughs) Nobody owes me anything. Nothing. Nobody owes me a damn thing. Nobody owes you a damn thing. When we start to think like that, that victim mentality starts. That's what, what happened with me. And, uh, when I didn't get the job, I had the expectations. I would get the job that I deserved it, that I was supposed to get. It. I didn't get it. And regardless if there was nefarious things going on, which later on I found out there were, which to no excuse, the, the point is I didn't get the job. I didn't get the job and I was devastated. I was pissed off. You know, I set these expectations, total victim mentality. And, uh, shortly after that, uh, is, is really when I went downhill for that last, uh, six, eight months, I think. And when I ended up finally getting some help in 2013, but that was the year where that was like the kind of the, one of the things that just, man, it accelerated a lot from there. Now I failed to mention that when I went to the interview, when I went to, to the interview for this job, uh, I was highly intoxicated in the interview. Uh, I couldn't go a day at that time without drinking. And so even on my way to the interview, I swore up and down, I wasn't going to drink, but I couldn't help myself. And, uh, I, I drank uh, a bunch of vodka on the way to the interview. I was so nervous and, um, just out of my, out of my right state of mind of thinking. So that also could have played a, a role in not getting the job. I don't know. I don't know, but it's, it's irrelevant at this point. I didn't get it for a reason. And at the time I had a lot of expectations and, um, you know, it didn't work out like I expected and it destroyed me, destroyed my attitude and everything. So there's plenty more examples of that. I want to move on. I just wanted to set the tone for what expectations are. And a couple examples for myself, what are some examples you can think of? Like, where do you set expectations? Maybe you have expectations with, um, like I mentioned, your your spouse or your job, or um, you set expectations for what you think your life should look like versus what it actually does look like. And it doesn't mean that we can't have visions and dreams and goals and, and things to uh, look forward to. So let me be very clear about that. But what it does mean is that we shouldn't set up expectations and only laser focus on that. And if it doesn't work out like exactly like we see it, that we should be um destroyed over that. And so for me, the counter to that is to not just set expectations, period. And trust in God and trust in the process. And if I'm truly practicing my faith and my spiritual connection and my um my recovery, then I don't need to set expectations because I know everything's going to work out just how it's supposed to. Um whether that's how I think it should or not, and it goes both ways. Um so I already mentioned the the quote by mike tyson right everyone everyone's got a plan till they get punched in the mouth um you know how do expectations set me up for failure and i kind of touched on this a little bit and really they train they train us they train me to expect to get something to attain a specific thing to get something in return um you know, let me, and this is a a kind of a cliche example, but let's say I uh, find a wallet laying on the ground as I'm walking by and there's, you know, 600 bucks in it, you know, well, uh, should I return the wallet? Let's just say, and this is a total hypothetical. Let's say it's in front of a store, right? And and so we would assume that maybe the, the gentleman walking out of the store, maybe he dropped his wallet on his way out, putting his money back in there, his car didn't realize it, we come by, I come by, pick it up, and I go, whoa, there's 600 bucks in here. Now, you, what do you do in that moment? You know, we have, and, and this ties into expectations, right? Do we give, do we do what's right and go turn the wallet in to the store because that's pro- probably the, the first place the guy's going to come back to because it's the right thing to do? Uh, do we do the total asshole thing to do and just keep the money, right, and just bounce and out of here? Or do we, do we turn it back in to the store with the expectation that there's a reward <laughs> that came out very funny? There's a reward. I say some funny, some weird shit sometimes. Um, but do we do that? Is there, was there a reward in mind? Oh man, maybe we were going to get, you know, well, he should give me a hundred bucks because I can say you still got 500. You know, those are other, that's another form of expectations. And for me, what it comes back to is That mentality of, okay, let's cut out the asshole thing. That's just a total dick move. So, you know, please, like, let's try to do the right thing in this day and age. Um, I would hope that we're all mature enough and, um, you know, awake enough to know what the right thing is to do and right from wrong and you know and and sober enough too a lot of us back in the day we we might you know hey we could have questioned that 600 bucks you know how much drugs and booze i can buy with that hell yeah you know so i get it and that's why we have a great opportunity today to make up for those dumb things and stupid things we said or did you know back in the day so we have an opportunity to change which is great um but i think this mentality of the expectation part of like let's turn the wallet in and because we might get a reward, this leads to us losing the ability to be in the moment, to enjoy, um, to uh, you know, to to do the right thing in that moment, to sit in it and go, "What's the right thing to do here?" I have no expectations. I don't want anything other than to do what's right, to do the right thing, and. That is a uh, it's a practice I think for me in doing that because my my mind I still have just I have te- like weird thoughts sometimes and I have sinful thoughts I'm a, a firm believer that we're born sinners and we're born into sin the human being heart is um, uh, is uh, is sinful and we have to work through that that uh, that heart. Part of this, that mind part of this, and we have to be aware and awake to the spiritual part of ourselves in order to help um, fend off that sinful mentality. Because you know, to steal like that—if you were just take the money—that's a sinful mentality. You know, to expect something uh, every time you do something for somebody or help somebody. To me, that's a sinful mentality. Uh, I don't. I don't really. You know, I don't want to think like that. I don't want to act like that. I don't want to set those expectations up, period. You know, and so how do how do we live without expectations? Like, how? so how do we do that? That's the question, right? Um, and I'm going to give you the answer right here. I don't know <laughs> exactly, right? I don't know exactly what to do. I don't have the perfect answer. I'm not perfect. I don't have all the answers. Uh, I'm not afraid to say, I don't know. But here's what I do know. I know that it's a practice i know that being aware of this topic and setting expectations helps so i can ask myself like wait a minute if i'm getting ahead of myself and i start feeling anxiety about something and um you know if uh if if it's not going my way or i can i can literally snap into it and ask myself that question well hey Raymer, did you set expectations for this? And if you did, what are those expectations? Take a look at those. There's probably some fear underlining those expectations because they're not working out how you expected, or you're fearful that they're not gonna that it's not all gonna work out like you expected. So maybe you should drop the expectations and just put foot one foot in front of the other and do the next damn right thing, son. <laughs> right? That's what's tough. It, 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 it is. It's very tough. So. Don't get it twisted. I end up here trying to talk at you like I have it all figured out. and Like I'm like, I don't trust me. Um, I try to get a little better each day. I try to keep it a practice. I try to be more aware. That's why I love doing the podcast too. Like I'm not, I'm not sitting up here talking at you. By me talking with you and sharing this stuff, it helps strengthen my own core, my own thoughts, my own beliefs, my own ability to be aware of the expectations that I do set because I'm trying to lead by example and trying to learn as I go and learn through um, different conversations and different thoughts and sharing this stuff. So what are your expectations? Are you setting any? What do they look like? um how do you how do you continue to uh be honest with yourself and take a look at those you know and if and if it has something to do with drinking you know that's a that's a good place to start if you're trying to quit drinking do you have expectations on what it should look like do you have expectations like do you expect that you can't do it maybe you just expect that, like i don't know i can't even do this like you know a couple of the guys in our locals they're on day 1 you know maybe maybe day 2 now depending on where they're at i haven't seen a check in today but I, you know, what are those expectations for your own, uh, success or not success? And maybe just, maybe we need to cut those out and just say, Hey, I need to not drink today. I need to get to a meeting by the way. Uh, that sober slash meetings a bunch of meetings on there. We got our daily uh, Monday clubhouse meeting every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific time. You can hop on that one. It's audio only. the clubhouse app is great. My buddy static and I uh, facilitate it. he kind of leads it up and we kind of co-host together and got a lot of good people in there sharing about their experience in an open style format of any recovery um, topic you know any any recovery program. It doesn't matter. We're all just in there as a group. You know, and so we're with that, you got, you know, meetings, you're trying to do the next right thing is what I'm saying, staying in the moment and doing this one day at a time, one day at a time. That's, that's how we get through. And that really can go for anything for me, I try to break things up into small bites because I get overwhelmed with stuff. So if you're thinking like, oh my gosh, I just, man, I wish I had a year without alcohol. Well, like you can't get a year before you start with a, a day and you can't get a day before you start with an hour and you can't get an hour before you start with a minute, you know, so you got to start like in no better time than now, right? So I hope something spoke to you today. Um, man, share the podcast with a friend. Uh, if you're tired of drinking, you can head on over to quitdrinkingdude.com. Check out our 30-day program there. Uh, it's a great resource. We have a bunch of meetings too uh, on thatsoberguy.com slash meetings. All kinds of resources on our resources page thatsoberguy.com. Connect us on Instagram at thatsoberguypodcast. And please join us on the Sober Guy locals men's group. Love to see you there. Peace, love, and respect. Keep your blood clean.